Hey everybody, welcome to the Travel Lounge podcast with myself, Ed Finn. And myself, Sarah Slattery. Today we're inviting you to join us in the Travel Lounge. So pull up a comfy chair and help yourself with some nice refreshments and snacks. Travel and tourism is one of the world's largest industries. It surpasses that of oil exports, food products, or even car sales, according to the United Nations World Tourism Organization. And in the words of the famous Mark Twain, travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. The Travel Lounge is an uplifting, positive platform where we're going to celebrate all things travel and fun. So today we're going to talk about the questions on everybody's lips, travel disruptions, cancellations, refunds and vouchers. We'll be coming to you every two weeks to discuss various travel topics and to open up the Travel Lounge to answer all your questions, which you can send to us here at info at thetravellounge.ie. So without further ado, you can roll it there, Roisin. So Sarah... This is yeah. great. This is great. You're the travel expert and I know a few things about travel uh, and it's fantastic. This is our first episode, episode one. Yeah. And I guess I suppose what we're, what we're hoping to do with this, Sarah, is to really try and um, expel, I suppose, an awful lot of all the the floss and the stuff that's going on out there at the moment. I mean, I've been reading stuff in the newspapers and information that's completely skewed and wrong recently. And I suppose we were chatting, you you and myself myself were chatting, and we were like, you know, I think it would be great to have a place where people can get straight up advice and I suppose as accurate as it could be up to the moment, even though things are changing pretty rapidly. Yeah, I t- completely agree. It seems one one newspaper is recording, uh, reporting one thing, and a website is reporting something else. Um, and it, it's it's incredible how you know it's just people can, you know, put out these statements about refunds and cancellations that in most cases aren't true at all. Um, and and it's 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 good that we I think it is important that we investigate and get with our travel backgrounds that we actually speak to. Um, the airlines, the travel agencies, the tour operators, and get you know exactly what they are providing for for customers, so that we can report um, accurately. Yeah, absolutely, Sarah. Now, I mean, you're uh, you've been working in travel for a long time, and you know you're, you're pretty expert on on all things travel. Um, have you ever seen? I suppose without going into it too much, but. I mean, we had, I mean, we had ash clouds and we've had 9-11 and I know people have all talked about, but at this stage now, I mean, coming into like we're into suppose, middle of April, um, I've never seen anything quite like this, I guess. Have you ever seen anything that would kind of even, nothing really compares to this, does it? No, I don't think so. Um, and I suppose it's affecting so many industries as well. So, you know, even, you know, obviously travel is one of the worst affected, but you know, with other people then, you know, when, when you try and look at what the future holds, if people have lost their jobs and even completely different sectors, that will also impact, you know, whether they travel again, what type of holidays they'll do. And also the fact, I suppose, that we, it, it's global. It's everywhere. Like with Ashcloud or with 9-11 or with, you know, it, it may be, you know, it stopped 9-11, stopped people going to the States. You know, Ashcloud affected certain countries, but this is affecting 
the whole world. So it's, 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 yeah, yeah I mean, it is unprecedented, obviously, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I suppose you're getting the same. I mean, I'm, as we were talking about earlier there, my inbox is inundated with sort of, you know, questions about cancellations and refunds and everything. And I suppose, you know, it's kind of difficult because in a way we have, Sarah, like we have the travel industry, I suppose, which is, um, trying to cope with this whole un- new situation for them as well and then you've got the consumer on the other hand who's not sure when this is all going to end and I mean it's just such a taxing and such a difficult time for, for all concerned isn't it Yeah I, I have to say I really feel for both sides um, mm. and there's you know there's nobody you know regardless of what you might see on, pro- on social media like there's nobody profiteering in all this I mean everybody is losing the consumers are losing the airlines are losing the travel agencies are losing so you know it, it, it regard everybody's just trying to stay afloat businesses are trying to, to, yeah. to stay afloat and consumers obviously can understandably want refunds as well but it is an awkward situation because I, I, I do feel particularly for travel agencies who might not necessarily have received the money back from airlines or tour operators and yet you know legally they're obliged to refund their customers if if they if something is cancelled but sure how can they refund if they don't have it you know it's 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 a kind of a it's a, it's yeah. an awkward si- situation yeah i mean look i was i was saying to you there earlier today like i was booked to go i i mean yourself and myself i suppose it's our business travel so we've a lot of stuff booked i was booked to go off to madrid there now on the 21st of may um and, you know, I've Spain booked for June, happened to be Spain again for June the 3rd and in July as well. Now, I mean, I was booked with Aer Lingus to um, Madrid. So I went online. I mean, the, the Aer Lingus uh, um, package, I think, is quite interesting or what they're offering in terms of the vouchers, which are valid for five years, which is incredible, really, isn't it? Yeah, very generous. Yeah. yeah. The, only, the only airline I've actually heard... Um, to offer five years at, I know possibly there are more I just haven't I just I know, I'm not aware yeah. of them yeah well I was reading I, we, I will digress on that I think there's 290 airlines Sarah I think I was checking it out during the week so there's a lot of different stuff going yeah. on but um, yeah. the, um, but it was interesting so yeah so basically I, I got an email just saying you know that yeah I can get 100 they're given a 10% bonus so like if you take the voucher so I'll be able to travel within the next five years which you know I'm looking forward to doing and then I get today, like I get emails from this woman going on a hen party on the 1st of May to Portugal. And she is, uh, the uh, you know, and she hasn't still got a cancellation letter. And, you know, the kind of craziness of that where, you know, there's a quarantine on, in operation over there as well. So um, I looked on the website. It was, on, it was Ryanair and I looked on the flight and the, on the website and the, the flight on the 1st of May to Faro isn't operating. So, I mean, I would say to people, by the way, if they're, and you're probably the same, you know, when you get, if you're booked at anything, that's one thing I would say as a tip, go on to the website, check the date that you're supposed to be booked on or that you're booked on and see, can you now book a flight on that date, right? Because that yeah. means if the flight's not there, then you're obviously, it's not going to operate probably yeah. 90%, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think in most cases, certainly for April and May, most flights are being cancelled. So it is a case of um, people just kind of have to hold to wait and see what happens. Um, they, they can, of course, take their voucher now or change their dates now. But if they really, really want a refund, hold off, see if the flight is cancelled, because in, in that case, 
with, well, this is just with Ryanair and Aer Lingus, but you can apply for a refund if the flight is cancelled. Now, you might find it difficult trying to find the link, but uh, it's yeah. there. It's, it's there and you can do it. But um, but unfortunately, not all airlines are doing that. Um, a lot of airlines are only offering the vouchers. Um, th- there's such a mixture because um, I saw Emirates the other day came out with their offering well, they, you know, the big text was that they were giving refunds, but actually you have to wait, you have to accept the voucher. And if you haven't used the voucher within a year, then you can apply for a refund. So some airlines are doing that. Some airlines are not even, they're just giving vouchers, no refunds at all. And then other airlines like United Airlines are giving full refunds with no uh, strings attached. So there, there seems to be, uh, there's no set rule for, for it. It's, yeah. Everyone is completely different. No, yes, as we we've heard saying, it's like a bit like the Wild West. And what you were saying yeah. there about United, um, because that policy that um, luckily has changed because that was different, like literally about a week ago. Yeah, when yeah. it was also, um, you know, a voucher or if you don't travel within two years, it was changed. I think they changed, you know. But again, I mean, I flow with United, and you know, I I, I can I can see. I mean, I presume, like Sarah, like you know, the executives of these airlines must be sitting around, like the head of the IATA, there, um, the guy who's the the top, who's in control of IATA, like he was saying in a recent article that, um, any airline would have about two months, sort of cash flow where they would survive, and they're like three weeks, sort of or four weeks into it at the moment, you know. So yeah. I guess they're sitting around in their boardrooms thinking like, how can we try and keep our customers happy and stay afloat? I guess it's not really what it's kind of about. Absolutely. And that's, you know, going back to what I suppose what I said at the start, you know, you'd kind of do feel for both sides. You know, there's a lot of jobs, there's a lot of airlines, a lot of, you know, everybody is affected. And and actually, I, I personally, I think that idea of accepting the voucher and if you, if, if you don't use it within a year, then applying for refund, I think that's actually not a bad idea because it helps the airlines with cash flow as well but you still know if you don't use it you will get that money back so i think that that's not a bad um you know rule i suppose but i don't know whether more will do it um we'll just have to wait and see yeah that's really interesting because um what i was saying to you sorry the the guy from i asked there by the way alexander de juniac um, he's the, he's the, he's you the didn't direct, ask me that one. I have, you haven't met him in the lounge. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's meant to be lovely. He's, oh, he's right. actually very nice. We'll have him on next time. <laughs> yeah, I've sent him an email, right? Oh, <laughs> but he was saying there, I mean, I, I don't want to be down all the days because really, like, this is about trying to, you know, as I said, we are really with, being realistic, putting a positive spin on it. But he was saying, like, 25 million people you know are employed you know in the aviation sector so yeah. you know i mean it's the entire population of australia so like it's a huge it's a huge industry so i mean it really i would say it behoves any of the governments like just make sure that they, you know and i think they are trying to do it anyway just make sure that they're putting things in place to you know to to to, to help all these airlines and i think they mostly they are you know even though we saw some travel companies like you sit now and a few others unfortunately going here you know um but it seems to me that the the message seems to be getting through that, you know, this is like a rising tide lifts all boats, you know, and they really need to keep these airlines, uh, you know, buoyant and to keep them in business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I I saw recently or last week that in here in Ireland the Department of Transport are um 
you know, looking at different measures to, well, obviously help the, the travel industry in general, but also with regards to passengers and refunds and things like that. Um, there, there, there was a statement last week that they were looking at, to use vouchers as some form of credit note um, for, for refunds that it doesn't affect consumer rights. And I don't know how, you know, whether they will succeed or not, but at least it's good to know that it yeah. is it is being investigated here too. Yeah, and I think what you said about the voucher, I would totally agree with that, by the way. I would say, you know, if someone's going to give me a voucher that's valid for five years and 10% on top of my booking, I mean, that's money that, you know, when you, we've all, yeah. I've spent, I've spent on my flights, so I'm very happy to sort of, it, it's it's money in the bank, if you like, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. That's a very good thing. Yeah. In terms yeah. of, in terms of cruises, um, Sarah, you're probably getting a lot of information. Um, and by the way, just to tell people again, for questions uh, into us now, from, from, from now on, it's going to be info at the travellounge.ie. But yeah. like a huge amount of questions about people like paying, you know, balances and should I pay my balance and stuff. I mean, the the, the official rule on that is, you know, you ha- if you don't pay your balances and all that, I mean, you were saying to me, Sarah, that TUI, um, recently went to four weeks. You don't have to pay your final balance up to four yeah. weeks now. Before. Yeah, I think that's yeah. very good for people to know, to ask their travel agent, if you're booked on a two-week holiday, you know, that if you're being asked to pay a balance uh, six or eight weeks out, it's, if it's two-week, then it should only be four weeks, just to let people know you were saying that to me. But yeah. I think, you know, um, it's very hard to say to someone, it's very hard to know, I suppose, isn't it? Because the million-dollar question is, you know, when you know when it's going to come back and that i suppose the uncertainty is is just such a difficult thing isn't it yeah and i mean i i think it is good to see um tour operators and companies relaxing their balance their policies yeah. from 10 weeks to 4 weeks i think that is great and i i haven't heard um i know kira is uh, we've kira Foley from Platinum Travel coming on now shortly and we possibly can check with her but I haven't heard of people cancelling bookings due to lack of payment I would imagine that if you keep in touch with your travel agent or your provider and you know and try and Mm. say look give me another week or two or whatever and to wait and see is the flight cancelled I would I wouldn't be personally if I was traveling in May or June I wouldn't be handing over money at the moment unless you know you knew there it was with yeah. a travel agent that was bonded or there was some way I, I I've had loads of questions recently I've people who booked directly with hotels in Spain who won't give them their money back uh, it, it really depends on the booking that you've that you've made like if you've booked with some hotel that has no loyalty I mean I wouldn't be handing over my balance you know to some Absolutely. random person I didn't know but if it's a travel agent that in Ireland that you know your money is secure it's bonded yeah possibly that's a different story so I think it, it's definitely like a case by case spaces but i would keep in contact with my um organizer or travel agent or whatever and just try and delay it as long as you can um until you find out because realistically i can't see anything what happening in may or june and then possibly even july um so you know we have to wait with cruises i know um Mm. there's no american cruises until mid-july the the um that was just announced the other day. There's a hundred, a hundred day ban on cruises in American waters. So that's up until mid July. So uh, Europe obviously hasn't announced anything yet. But I, you know, I think Princess Cruises cancelled all cruises until the 30th of June the other day. So I think it's kind of realistically July would be the earliest I would expect anything to happen. And if I, if you were asking me honestly, I'd probably say it's going to be a lot later than that. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, because uh, like you're you're like myself, I guess you're probably optimistic. We're trying to be optimistic in one way, where you're thinking, look, 
Um, it really depends very much. We can see now some of the countries in Europe, like Denmark, have opened schools again. Yeah. In private schools. And, you know, um, Sweden, the Scandinavians are sort of trying, kind of doing, Sweden primarily, I suppose, kind of doing its own thing. And uh, a lot of people thinking, you know, oh, that's not good. That is good. You know, it's, it's uh, because at the end, of course, I was talking to somebody from alone the other day and they were saying that the cocooning is they're just inundated with calls from people that are just racked with depression because they've no contact yeah. with, that, with their with their family. You know, and I think like aside from the virus of the COVID-19, I just think this we're going to be faced with awful social problems if we don't, you know, as, as you were saying, like get a grip on it as well, because it is good to um, nip this, I think, to, to shut things down, like I suppose Australia are doing you know, and to try and stamp it out. Um, but at the same time, not to try and destroy the economy and course, yeah. everything that we're used to doing here in Ireland, especially, you know, socially. Well, I thought it was really interesting. I don't know if you saw this um, today, but Emirates tested people. They were um, in Dubai mm. and they were boarding a flight from Dubai to Tunisia and everybody was tested for COVID-19 and they were given the results in 10 minutes before they boarded the flight. So I was like, that was probably the big, big light at the end of the tunnel that I saw yeah. today. I don't know whether that's something yeah. that uh, I didn't yeah. even realize that was being considered, to be honest. So I was kind of quite surprised. And I thought, well, that's a little bit optimistic to think, hey, it wouldn't yeah, be right. ideal, but at least it, it would put planes in the air again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the other thing, of course, is, um, you know, the protective stuff. I mean, I was I get loads of people as well asking me about the masks and things, you know, and basically, I mean, the, you know, should I wear a mask? Shouldn't I wear a mask? And I've never heard so many conflicting medical talk about do doctors differ and patients die. But what I've got out of it all, I was said the two by two rule. If you're outdoors and you're within two meters of other people for more than two meters or for more than two minutes, you should wear a mask. And that's what I seem to be getting from it. But Professor Luke O'Neill, who's professor of biochemistry here in Trinity College, I mean, he has been, very interesting if you want to if anyone wants to follow his stuff i mean he was talking there about how ireland possibly because we were vaccinated for tb for years you know possibly that has helped us as well but they're looking at possibly september for a vaccine and i suppose at the end of the day that will only really be you know when everybody will be completely relaxed about yeah, stuff so absolutely. it's hard to know isn't it yeah yeah, yeah absolutely sarah what is the what is the one thing and i do we'll wrap up uh, just our intro now we'll go to because i'm delighted i'm dying to talk to kira foley um what is the what is the what's the biggest thing that you're getting in at the moment is it in terms of is it's all about is it like me is it all sort of again sort of cancellations refunds when do you think we can travel i think that's really what's what's kind of on a lot yeah. of stuff we're getting there seems to be a lot of confusion about um, people who've applied for refunds. They're not sure if they're going to get them. They're afraid oh. whether they should apply again or if they've taken the voucher, can they get the refund? There's, there, like, I think the biggest issue, um, and if anybody from Reiner or Lingus are, are, list, are, are listening, um, is, is that they're not, they're, nobody's able to contact them. So yes. some small questions, maybe like frequently asked questions could be updated better or clearer on their websites or something like that but a lot of the questions I'm getting are the same type over and over I, I applied for my went was supposed to go in March and I applied for my refund and I haven't got it and I don't know now am I getting it or not getting yeah, it yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and also with regard to balances and you know do they break the contract if they don't get it and uh, they don't want to hand over money which I completely understand um, yeah. and also you know things like the vouchers what they're they're their um 
how long they're valid for, can they give them to their friends, their family, things like that. So you know, a lot of the questions are quite basic, but I suppose the, 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 the main issue I, I, I'm getting is that people aren't getting back to them. So, you know, they've tried to get, they, they, people are panicking then because, you know, they're wondering, will I ever get my money if these people won't reply to me? You know, um, and it, this could be, you know, some online travel agency, UK based or something like that, that they've booked with. Um, so I think that is uh, the biggest issue at the moment. And it's very hard to, and, to answer individual cases yes. like that, you know, but um, yeah, I yeah. think if there was maybe so if, if, if companies had a, a frequently asked questions or an email system or some way to, that, you know, an automatic, an automated response rather than just not answering the phone. I understand they're busy, but I yeah. do find that that seems to be the most frustrating thing for passengers at the moment. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you're 100% right on that. And just, uh, you know, if you do opt for a voucher, by the way, you can't subsequently claim a refund. That's one yeah, thing that I yeah. and You know that as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, people that have booked groups, I got a lot of stuff, you know, saying the vouchers, some got vouchers, some got refunds. So like, listen, communicate, connect and communicate. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And remember, guys, as well, just one other thing, Sarah, I just wanted to say there about travel agents. Remember, your travel agent is great in times of strife because they want your business. They want you to be a client to come back to them every year, you know. So just remember yeah. that they're they're not out to screw you. They're out to help you. And, you know, I just think, again, they're coming into their own now, of course, and they're working for free at the moment, more or less. Yeah. But, and um, mo most of the responses you hear back are um, are great with regard to the travel agencies are keeping in contact with them. It's more the yeah. bigger the bigger um, suppliers that that there seems to yeah. have the trouble with. But also, um one thing I'll say is as well is is a lot of people think if they get an email asking them offering them a refund or asking them to change that doesn't mean you won't get the re the refund you know the airlines are will try and give you a voucher of course it's in their best interest but just because you're not offered a refund that doesn't necessarily mean you won't get it you may have to go look for the link find out if it's cancelled and then apply just a lot that that seems to be a lot of people yeah. just think oh I can't get it but that's not necessarily true either. Yeah, absolutely. And you're absolutely right on that. And that website, flightrights.ie, is very good for that yeah. kind of stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, Sarah. Well, listen, um, that's good. I mean, I hope that's been helpful now for people because, as you said, that kind of covers what I mean, you've covered there now, a lot of the main things that are on people's yeah. minds at the moment. Um, So I think that's really terrific. So now, Sarah, I'm going up to get a bit of cheese and a few crackers up at the buffet, right? <laughs> so let's take a break and we'll be back after this with Kira right. Foley from Platinum Travel. So we're delighted to invite Kira Foley from Platinum Travel to join us today. And Ed, now that we've discussed all our own uh, opinions of refunds and vouchers and things like that, I just thought it'd be interesting, Kira, to hear from you what it's like behind the scenes in a travel agency. Um, you know, I assume your staff are working late hours and trying, still trying to sort uh, people out. Or what's it been like through this whole um, situation? Oh, hi, guys. Thank you very much for having me along and congratulations on the Travel Lounge podcast. I have to say I'm loving the name and no two better people to to be running the show. Um, Thank you, Kira. You know, Thank you. No I picked my lounge, by the way. I'm in 51st and Green, so I know which lounge I'm in while I'm having this conversation. Yeah, we're over in the corner. Oh, we're about six yeah. metres away from you. It's a good exactly. choice. Good choice. And an afternoon flight with the gin and tonic. So. Really? 
Um, no, to answer your question, Sarah, yeah, it's been tough. I won't lie to you. It's been really, really tough. And I don't think I've ever been as proud of our team here as I have been over the last, you know, six or eight weeks. As an industry, when these things happen, we're usually first to feel it before it kind of felt everywhere else because it, it, it trickles very quickly into the travel industry and uh, people are getting a heads up, particularly on our corporate side. And all we've been doing nonstop is speaking with clients, reassuring clients, checking out each operator, cruise line, airline and what their options are. Luckily, I suppose 80 to 85 percent are rebooking, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's really good. And it's giving us great confidence. And our clients, we've we've fantastic clients have been really um, very kind and nice and understanding our industry. There are people that are, you know, very demanding of refunds and we absolutely understand that. And no two cases are the same and you don't know what's going on, you know, with consumers and clients at home. Everybody has difficulty at the moment. So we've been very successful in some situations getting refunds back where we were told no initially. And in other instances, we've given options for clients who just wanted to cancel how they could save their deposits and move forward um, to, you know, traveling next year. For now, day by day, it's not getting any less busy, I suppose, because every day further is a day closer to somebody else's holiday. Yeah. So you're kind of dealing with May and June and now you're into July and August and and it's just reassuring people. Um, it's tough. It's hard. We're pretty much working for free. But for some mad reason, we love what we do. So we just want to look after clients and, and be here at the end of it. Yeah, well, look, I have to say, I, we were just talking earlier about the questions we're getting from people, emails and messages and things like that. And for the most part, I think the travel agencies are getting, you know, most people really appreciate what you what yeah. you guys are doing. Um, and at least that, you know, they're able to get you at the end of the phone, you're able to talk to them. And, and I think that's really important at the moment. Well, and do you find most of the suppliers are, I know obviously it's difficult with the big airlines and, you know, big uh, cruise companies and stuff, they all have their own policies. But for the most case, are are they accommodating you at refunds and things like that? Absolutely. Well, they're as accommodating as they possibly can be. And I think when you look at airlines, tour operators, cruise lines, they're just a, another business on a bigger scale. So they have yeah. the same problems just on a bigger scale. And we have to yeah. keep remembering that, that they have costs and they have paid out for stuff exactly. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as an industry in this country, um, in Ireland, we are absolutely blessed with the representation we have for the tour operators and the cruise lines, because we always pretty much across the board have somebody to go to. There's an account manager in Ireland. So we've been very lucky that we have somebody to speak with. And again, I suppose it's just excelling in customer service as much as you can now. And yeah. if you can look after the client, they'll come back. We hope if we can try and look yeah. after them, that's what we're trying to do. But, uh, but yeah, they are supportive as much as they possibly can be. And we understand their predicament. Well, that's good. Good to hear. Yeah, I think, Kira, what's really interesting is what you were saying there earlier, um, Sarah, as well about... Um, you know, if the FA, if the frequently asked questions could really be updated, I mean, like the same, same, same questions are coming in to us all travel journalists, the same ones, you know, can I get refunded? How long will it last for? Now, these some of the information is up there, but, you know, you'd almost want a degree in website <laughs> technology to find them, you know. Yeah, so like, if the airlines wanted to do themselves a favor and help the travel agents as well, it would be fabulous if things were just, I mean, some of the websites you go on to, there's absolutely nothing. You wouldn't think there was any virus around at all. You know, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. And it would be helpful, especially when we're dealing with 
everything. So every airline, every operator, every cruise line, it's not like just say in one airline, they have a reservations department. They only have to know that product. We have to know every single product. So it is, it is difficult, but you know, you, you narrow them down, but it changes, you know, what they're giving, you know, yes. till the end of April, it may change to May because, yeah. you know, there's only so much money to give back and there's only so much credit to give out. And, so um, I think if yeah, you're be patient and don't cancel, be so careful before you cancel. And that's not for us to say we want the bookings. It's once you cancel, you've, you've really shot yourself in the foot because you've no comeback there. Yeah, yeah, well, that was the point we were making earlier there, Kira, about, you know, the 1st of May, this when she was going off to Portugal. And like, there's no flight on the Ryanair uh, website. There's no flight operating, but yet she still hasn't got her cancellation. Um, email so she's like you know that's the thing again so i completely i'm saying that to everybody every week just hang on because it might it might be three days out that you'll get the you know the the letter and you'll still have time to change your dates anyway you know so exactly. that's great advice kira absolutely. absolutely don't cancel i agree completely agree and kira, um, the other thing, sorry go sorry how you go the other thing I wanted to to talk is, Kira. I know that you're. I mean, I've talked to you. I mean, you're an absolute expert when it comes to all things America and oh, the US. And um, you gave me some great tips when I did some um, of those iconic uh, road trips that I did over in like the Great Lakes and all around. And I know you were you were telling me recently about some fabulous stuff that's happening in Utah and South Dakota and Dakota and all this. Um, what do you think yourself, Kira? I mean. We know things at the moment are pretty grim in certain parts of America, but America is so different in that there's so it's like so many countries in one, really. Are they all applying different rules and regulations, Kira? Is that also very difficult for you at the moment, you know, that you're specialising in America? Um, well, the, luckily, we do specialise in America, um, and we have done for a long time, but we also do all over the world. So we're kind of yes. fairly, fairly up to date with with what's going on in most countries we think or we're following it anyway in the right places for the states it is it is an unusual one because there's 50 states within the usa and we all know that at the moment the federal versus the state is is huge because there's one person making the decisions for the federal which is the whole country and then there's individual governors making decisions for the individual states um, my thinking would be, and I hope I'm answering your question correctly, is that because the governors are looking at you after each individual state, I feel we're in very safe hands with them and that they are protecting the state really, really well. And yeah. they won't be opening up their doors until it's safe for people to arrive in. I had a look before I was chatting to you today, just at a grid of the virus across the USA to see where it's you know, obviously crazy gone mad and where it's barely touched. Mm -hmm. And I was looking, Wyoming. Wyoming has like 200 and something cases and I think one death. And I mean, it's, so so there's certain states that are going to be open for business, I'd say, sooner than others. And that's where we'll have the opportunity to showcase what you can do in places you may not have even thought of going to. Wow, that would be amazing. I've heard great things about Wyoming. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, I suppose the... I was I was thinking earlier on today. I mean, if you if you wanted to go to New York, you said, "Well, I can't go to New York. Why not? Why don't go, Why don't you go to the next state beside it, which is like Connecticut, and go to to Bradley and, and Hartford, and you know, in, enjoy that state. And you'll still get all your foliage and your colours down there. If you can't go to New York or Massachusetts, or if you can't go to, um, we'll say you wanted to go to San Francisco, but California's closed for business. There's a direct flight down to Dallas and Texas, and maybe Texas will be open beforehand. So, you know, it's about thinking outside the box. The other thing which is huge with the states is the national parks. Everything is outdoors. 
and no social distancing, distancing than outdoors. And Utah alone has five national parks. Well, Kira, listen, on Utah, right, I was telling you that I went recently, I went over to see, I was I was recommended to go and see the Book of Mormon. Oh, and yes. I really, I so want to go to Salt Lake City now, right? <laughs> so I will be on to you about that, because as soon as things open up again, and I mean, one of your friends was over from one of the companies that promote that area. Yeah. And they were, I mean, I, they showed us some slides. Of, I mean, they're absolutely stunning. Ah. As a state, it looks so real yeah. America and so iconic. Absolutely. And I mean, you've got Zion, the National Park, Bryce, Arches, Canyonlands. It goes on. I was supposed to I go there next that. month. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm supposed to be there next month and I'm absolutely so destroyed now that I can't go. But the one thing I learned, and they were over for a sales mission recently, like you said, Ed, I probably met them at the same time. And um, yeah. There's so many other places, even away from the big national park, the smaller state parks that are so quiet and are as spectacular and as beautiful. So going on a road trip to the States could be the perfect way to do a trip when you're social yeah. distancing, because we all yeah. know social distancing is going to stay for a while. So if you're going outdoorsy, even some of the, you know, if you were to go to the Oregon coastline and do that coastline instead of the California coastline, and again, I'm only saying that if California is just not open for business yet, it's not to, to put one against the other. We love all 50 states the same. They're like 50 children. We love them all same. <laughs> <laughs> That's lies, lies. <laughs> but the Oregon coastline is as beautiful. Uh, it's a stunning coastline. I've been there, but much quieter. So mm. you choose that instead, you know. So there really is ample opportunity. And it's it, the states is a year-round destination. Yellowstone National do, Park do you is think- open in the winter. Yeah. Do you think, Kira, that the, I think that's a very, very good point? You know, do you think people are going to be, you know, the traditional holiday you were saying that, you know, where you're standing at the breakfast buffet or you're on the oh, gosh, you're yeah. on the buffet on the cruise? I mean, like the the idea of a holiday like you just described there to me, I think that's going to be much more of appealing to people, isn't it? In the new world, we're going to come back into. Well, I think hopefully people will have had an awful lot of time now to research holidays that they may never have thought of because Mm. there's so many virtual videos out there that you can do for tourism, drone videos, music concerts from the deep south. That People are probably educating themselves more on destinations that would have never crossed their radar before or been on their radar, should I say. And going there now, they're going to see that hitting the open road and even doing an RV or, an, you know, an escorted tour, you know, with a small group as opposed to, you know, the masses. And um, it will give them so much opportunity. It's great, Kira, to hear you talk so positively. You have to say, have me wanting to go on a, an American road trip now. It's great. It's lovely to actually just be talking so positively about travel again. It is. You know? It is, absolutely. And you know yeah. what's great, right? It is, Kira. like that's one thing. I mean, that we as an island country here, an island uh, uh, generation as well, I mean, people, I mean, We've always been, we were such good travelers. And, yeah. you know, um, the one thing, I mean, I remember like the, the, I did that, I was telling you about that Great Lakes trip where oh, I went yeah. into Chicago and I did the fabulous, I mean, Chicago, what an amazing city. If you haven't been there, just incredible. And then driving down those Rockford, Galena, Frank Lloyd Wright, the famous architects, you know, Hemingway outside. Like that, it was just Springfield where, you know, um, Lincoln is buried. And then you come down into Indiana and Indianapolis and the Indian. It's it's just soda fountain. It's, you know, corn dogs. It's the real America. And, you know, 
that is what I think people, if you haven't done trips like that, I'm just saying to the listeners, that's something you have to think about because you just, you just, you forget about the the world when you're doing it. You do completely. And there's so much you can do. The city, obviously, in a normal world, you would do the city, but you've got coasts, you've got national parks, you've got food, you've got history, you've got music, you've got culture, you've got literally everything. And for kids, it's fantastic. And kids are nearly better travelers. I mean, Sarah, you travel with your kids. You know what it's like. Kids are fantastic travelers and they see and research as well. They see what they what they want to do when they get there. And um, there, there's massive opportunity. And we're doing one thing we pride ourselves on here is training. Now we go to a lot of conferences in the states, and um, you know to to meet and people and learn about their product. But we do a lot of online training. And today there was a training session with um, Discover Long Island. And we said here, look, you know, we got to support. We did one on Italy last week as well. We got to support these places because they need us when this is over. They desperately need us when this is over to go back. Yes. And, them. Um, and wow, Discover Long Island. I was just blown away by what's on offer. Yeah. The, the, breweries, yeah. the wineries, the history. You, can, you don't have to have a car. You can get a train that runs up and down. Um, so, I mean, let's educate ourselves now and, you know, plan places, do our research and well, I think that's a great idea. You know, Kira, what I think would be lovely is if you came back to us again, maybe in a few weeks, you know, when things are, let's have a look and see how things are. And if you had a few like, you know, maybe your top five, a few little destinations and price, that would be something I think would be great for people when we can, st- when we're over kind of the worst of our, what, what yeah. the surge, as we're all calling it, you know. The um, surge, please, yeah. unprecedented. And the other thing, Kira, you know, myself and Sarah, we were booked to go to Las Vegas and we yeah. were not. Neither of us had ever been to Las Vegas. Can you imagine? And, you know, I'm 110 at this stage, and like I was, and we were like, I can't believe that we're not going to Las Vegas. Like this is just I, ridiculous. I, 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 I didn't even know Ed. We didn't even know we, we were we were going, and I just thought no. I was supposed to go to Las Vegas. And Ed, who was I? Yeah, no. And, they don't uh, tell. They don't tell people, Sarah, that I'm going on press trips because they're afraid people will cancel. You know. I I get up at seven, and I don't. I keep going until nine every night I, I love sightseeing you know <laughs> it, but we're so lucky I don't think well we all did realize how lucky we are what an amazing industry and we work very very hard and and anybody mm. in the industry is not here to become a millionaire by any stretch but we do travel a lot and I have to say it's it's hitting all of us a little bit those of us that travel you know what it's like not to travel not to have something on the horizon so yeah absolutely and as you said ed you know as a country we're great travelers and we really are a inverted commas asher it'll be grand great nation and we will be back out traveling very quickly as soon as as soon as we start getting that confidence back and the positive news headlines come out and do you think it's it's really interesting to hear uh, hear all those lovely trips that you're talking about in the states? Because I was wondering now, I I I don't know if this is true or not, but just be interesting to get your your perspective on it. The fact that you know we're obviously in Ireland, and 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 um, the, the situation here isn't as grim as as Spain or Italy and some of the other the Schengen countries as as um, Trump originally banned. Do you think maybe when America when the, the flight ban comes back in, there will be maybe more flights between Ireland and America rather than mainland Europe, that maybe there, there might be a, a better connection or more flights being offered, that there might there's a bit of scope to, to go back and forward. Or have you heard anything about that? Or 
I did hear one on the grapevine that was hopefully going to be starting next year. Um, and I better not say where it is, but it was a new one to the States. And I would love if that one is kind of to, to, to the... Oh, we're like a middle towards the West a little bit. <laughs> so I better not yeah. But yes, th- that was the plan. And I think once the others are back up and running, it was certainly the plan that they were going to open up more and more routes because yeah. the traffic was there. Now, a huge amount of traffic, as you know, comes from, you know, Europe through Dublin because of the, the transit point and the pre-clearance. But I think if, if we get back that confidence, I think those routes will grow and grow and grow. Yeah. And they will be. I think we won't see, I think the Americans will be less confident to come to Europe or the rest of the world for the moment because they will be, they've more on their doorstep. They're probably a little bit more nervous because they don't need to travel as much as we do. So I don't think the opposite direction, but I think we'll certainly see it from Ireland back again. Yeah. Yeah, Kira, And, you know, I think a word to Tourism Ireland as well, you know, take a, take a leaf out of the Dubai airport, um, the Emirates thing there, you know, test, test, test. I mean, that's what all the professors are saying, you know. Ireland has a great, we could, we, you know, we could, like the recession, we could come out of this very quickly and very fast if we yeah. really, if we, if, if we gave, it's all confidence, you know. And if we do that, I know we're doing, I know this week now where there's 3,000 more, to, like they've really upped the ante because they're getting the message. But like the Germans have done. You know, if we, we we have an opportunity to do that here, I think, guys, really, don't we? And no virus is yeah. going to stop us. And I think the fact that we're a little island or green Ireland, of our, you know, I think that I think we probably will attract a, a bit more or we whether we, we give the impression of being open spaces and rugged landscapes Definitely. and all that kind of thing. I think there may be hope, you know, for a bit of... Um, Definitely. Absolutely. You know. That's actually a really good point, and I didn't think of it from that way, Sarah. You're dead right. I think if the Americans are going to travel with all those direct routes, we may yeah. be the ones they choose to go yeah. to for yeah. the reasons you just said. And I think the potential for Tourism Ireland to to showcase that on the back of this, not to use it as a marketing, but I suppose to use a little bit as a marketing tool, yeah. are a safe destination. I've never personally been as proud as I am to be under the the guidance of the guys that are running the ship at the moment, because I think they really have done us proud without any hidden political agenda. That that would be yeah. my personal opinion. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, and the COVID payments that have helped staff and that have helped companies, um, Kira, that you know that has taken away all that panic of God, I'm yeah. not going to have any money. That is just, I mean, I'm. Well, I think we're all pretty. I think we're kind of we're a little bit shocked and we're delighted. But that is, they've really stepped up to the plate. And when you look at what other countries are doing, we're streets ahead. Exactly. And as you said, it is a very fast recession, but it's like, you know, putting on weight fast, losing weight fast. You know, it, it, it'll come around as quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't mention weight, Kira, yeah. for God's sake. My stretch, my, my stretch pants are just pants now, to be honest. I know, we're all the same. We're all the same. I'm, I'm fully in cocktail gear here now. I'm all dressed up. But I do think, you know, once the, once we're ready for business, everybody will need to work again and it'll it'll happen and it'll snowball. And, you know, positivity breeds positivity. If we don't stay positive, what's the other option? What is the yeah. other option? It's to go negative. And, and, and you know, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah, we're not doing that. Totally. Um, you see, Kira, you're not just a great travel agent. You're also from Cork. You see, that positivity yeah. was spread into us from being the second city. Are you... <laughs> The second city people have that great positivity. Oh my gosh. You had to bring it up there. I had to get that in. Oh, yeah. I had to get that in. It's really fair. It took you a while, Ed. Like, it's really an hour. You did well. 
How many tyranny? Not an ownership great Savage, and she's from Cork. Yeah, I'm Cork. I better clear this up. I was born in Dublin. I have Cork parents. Very Cork oh, parents. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's the I same thing. It. It's a, it is, of course, yeah. Brilliant. 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 So there you go. So. But, well, look, Kiri, that's really, that's that's terrific stuff. And, you know, as I said, it's just lovely to get your, it really is great to get your perspective on things. And I think, you know, um, as Sarah was saying earlier, it's all about communicating and getting, yeah. you know, uh, and if people, and if those lines of communication can be open. And by the way, for anyone listening as well, a lot of the, if you're not getting any, you know, if you're not getting anywhere with um, the normal channels, Twitter is a very good one, uh, just yes. as a tip again, to get yeah. a response very quickly if you're if you're not getting anywhere with the other normal ones absolutely yeah. and guarantee you won't be the first person to ask the question and you won't be the last so the answer yeah. will be there somewhere and as you say that's a direct it's a direct line to them nearly twitter is yeah so. yeah absolutely. absolutely so Kira, come here what 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 do you think your next where do you think your next trip will be? i'm booked to go to spain on the 17th of july right and okay. I'm, I, I'm hoping i won't be sailing over in a kayak but i'm kind of <laughs> determined to go really you know because well, it's a little birthday celebration but what's your next trip now what have you planned when do you oh, think God. you'll get away next well my next trip was supposed to be utah and that's cancelled and i believe a trip at the end of the year for colorado in september is cancelled but that was nothing to do with this i think it's just it was a networking thing and i think people were just worried about people's businesses so it wasn't to do with covid I'm supposed to go away for five nights to Orlando in September with my two best pals. And I think they'll just lose the plot if they don't get there. I would hope to be going somewhere kind of July, August time. Um, My kids are going to the Gaelthots on the 19th of July for three weeks. I hope they're desperate to go. I mean, they're absolutely desperate to go. So I hope for their sake, even that's opened up. But I would think, Ed, as we come into July, we'll hopefully have a little trickle of things here and there. Little, you know pockets that are opening up that will be safe to go to and um and slowly yeah, yeah. it'll open up yeah i was devastated I, I had a lovely little four days booked down to the castle ross resort in killarney you know oh, always oh, love yeah. killarney and um but uh you know our friend con horgan this place it's gorgeous and um, yes, but i'll yeah. be back again i'll be I, I think we'll all be doing a bit of domestic as well as mixing it up so i'm definitely going to be getting down there as soon as possible sarah what about yourself when is your next when are you hoping that you might get away? Yeah, I, well, I have Spain booked for the end of July and I think I'm kind of still holding a bit of hope for that because it's my sister's place in Spain. So it's not like a hotel, it's like a holiday home. So I'm thinking I might yeah. get there. Um, but other than that, I ha- all the trips I had, I was supposed to go to Kazakhstan. That was kind of my, my big trip this oh. year. That was cancelled. And of course, Vegas was cancelled. So I have nothing else. Um, if I, I would mm. love to be delighted if I get to Spain in July absolutely delighted and i'd like Mm. i have a thing i have i don't know whether this all open air social distancing uh, uh, newfound appreciation for nature or something that's come over me but i feel like i'll never get to the sleeve league cliffs i just can't wait to go to donegal and harvey point and all these places that i haven't been to so i want to do that as well this year but um yeah Yeah, you must pop in you'll have to pop into the lock esque as well that's gorgeous it's two of them you can do two nights at each yeah there you go that's all of us supporting Ireland as well. So if we have to support and stay home for a little while, that's giving jobs back to the country. And then yeah. when the time is right, you know, we can travel abroad. And the last thing I say is the thing is the one thing that happens when we get older is time goes fast. 
So I guarantee you, lads, we'll be out traveling before we know it because I'm not getting any younger. So time no, goes on. <laughs> I need my son. If we, if the, if I, mean, I need my sunshine, I need my pool time as well. Yeah, <laughs> of course, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, keep taking the cod liver oil and the echinacea, guys. It's meant to be great. I heard top tip. Very good for any flu viruses. Echinacea. Absolutely. So that's my tip. Yeah, come here, Akira. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. I know that you're up the walls with all the different things. So thank you so much. It's been a great pleasure to talk to you today. Oh, and listen, Ed, thank you so much and Sarah for having me. And Thanks, I love Sarah. the idea of the Travel Lounge. So keep up the good work and I'm looking forward to listening to it over the next few weeks. Yes, great. and we'll have, you, we'll have you back soon again. Thanks again. Okay, talk to you soon, guys. Thanks, Kira. Bye, Kira. Bye. Bye. So thank you all for listening to the Travel Lounge podcast with myself, Sarah Slattery. And myself, Ed Finn. Edited and produced by our award-nominated producer, Martin Flannery. You can follow Ed on at Ed Finn Travel and myself, Sarah, on at Travel Expert underscore IE on Twitter. And don't forget to contact us with any travel questions you have on info at thetravellounge.ie. Also, it would be great if you could subscribe to our Travel Lounge It's so you never miss an episode. It's available on all the leading podcast providers. And if you want to leave a nice review, that would be nice too. Nice review, guys, now, right? No bad shit, just positivity. That's all we want. There's enough negative stuff out there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so until next time, guys, stay safe and thanks for listening. Thanks a million. Bye. Bye.